Check, 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 check. Microphone. Check Hello. them all. Check them all. 37, 30, 97 seconds. Bay's Boys Podcast. Once again, your host, Joe Skelly with Ooh. Tyler. I don't know how your wave's looking. Mm, pretty good. Pretty good. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome Tyler. back. Did you think we'd be here this long? Nope. I mean, as many times as they've been trying to shut down this program, we just yep. keep coming back. Yep. We're like MTV. The po- <laughs> Except for better. Garbage acid, just <laughs> what the fuck's happening? We just never stopped doing the music videos. Right. We didn't do any of that side project no. bullshit like- No, no, no. You know, the re- real reality world or whatever it I was. I never, once I stopped playing music videos, I just quit watching it. Yeah. Fucking Carson Daly. Yeah. Car- Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, 1970s Korea. What about it? Ordered a thousand Volvos from Sweden. Okay, so in, in the 70s, in Korea, they mm-hmm. ordered a thousand Swedish Volvos. Yep. Volvos show up to Korea. Okay. Korea throws the list in the, the invoice in the garbage. Why? They didn't give a fuck. I, and I'm not, I, you've lost Yeah, they, they, they ordered these cars from Sweden, right? And never paid the bill. Korea was like, fuck it, we ain't paying it. Oh! That, that is known, it is literally known as the largest car heist in the world. Oh, oh, right. oh, okay, okay. They're like, imagine? we never got the bill. Can you send it again? <laughs> right. Can you imagine a thousand cars? The Korea was like, psych. Right. <laughs> Bro. That... They, they did COD, cash on delivery. <laughs> oh my God. The delivery guy just moved into Korea. was like, I'm not leaving. I'm keeping it, you know, I'll take the cars. I can't go back. Think about it. If they bribed him, they only needed to give him 20 bucks. He'd be fit like a king forever. Right. Be good right. to go. Right. Where do all those fucking Volvos go, though? <laughs> like, who's driving them, you know? Are they still around? You know they are. Could, so, this is pretty <coughs> interesting, and we've talked about this on, maybe maybe not on mic, I know definitely off mic, about this whole, like, if you buy a certain car in another country, they don't have to follow the same... Safety guidelines. Yeah. Right. So, it's a different car. Right. They're, that's why a lot of these cars aren't allowed to be imported to the United States because they don't meet the safety standards that the U.S. government set. So this is, so, in a, you know. Like, I'll give you an example. The, the one vehicle I truly, truly, truly want. Yeah. Toyota Hilux pickup truck. Okay. It's like the in-between size between a Toyota Tacoma and a Toyota Tundra, but it's a turbo diesel. Wow. It's the one where every time you see people doing in war across in the other parts of the world, yeah, they're riding around in that pickup truck that's with a machine gun mounted. Yeah, that's the that's one. That's the one. Right. It, it's such a tough truck. I know somebody that was in a Hilux where the engine block got shot by a right. machine gun round. Right. And it continued to drive for another five hours Jesus, with a hole dude. in the engine block. Right. I said, how'd you handle this? He was like, bro, we just turned on the heat. <laughs> Jesus. To vent the heat off the engine block, he goes. We just had to keep switching spots in the cabin because it got too hot to sit in the front seat. Right. So he just played, you know, Chinese fire drilled it and kept switching seats. And they said Oof. we drove for another five hours. Oof. With a hole in the engine block. You gotta but do what you gotta do. I always thought they wouldn't let that that truck in the United States because it was a turbo diesel and somehow it didn't meet emissions. But I was later told it's because it lacks, like a lot of the safety features. Really? Yeah. Like airbags and shit. Oh, so they just, just to cut cost and get it over there, they're just like, fuck it, we don't need it. You could get a brand new Hilux overseas for like 18 grand. Now, could we import that? No. Not even a little bit. Not, Not even as a track car. And I think they have to be older than 20 years. Ah, well, you know, we got to be coming up on some of that pretty soon. That's some good ones. Those 2002s, 
You know, me and Shaggy were looking at the Dodge Viper the other day. I was like, man, we need a Bay's Boys podcast Dodge Viper. You can get a, you can get <laughs> no, a. No, nine- hold on. I thought you were all about, not about this because didn't you and Jaggy have a discussion about if you had all the money in the world, what would you drive? You oh, were I like, absolutely. I, I drive not. a Honda Civic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I goes, would. but you have all the money in the world. He goes, well, you can't go any faster than the speed limit. No, Why no, would no. I own a Lamborghini? That's absolutely right. But for the same price as the, the what's it called? You can get the Viper now. It's 20 years old, man. Right. $50,000 $50, for it. 80,000 mile Viper. I'm like, what? It's a little, it's a little bit confusing. Right. It's a little bit confusing. But that with the Bay's logo on it, I think we win. Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Take it to the racetrack. Here's the problem though. We can't drive stick. So that's a, that's an issue. I'll drive it. Yeah. You'll have to drive it. I'll have to drive it. Yeah. But we're not trying to get thrown in prison. We just talked about how you got to go to the speed limit though. <laughs> so you can't drive it. We need somebody that goes to the speed limit. That's me. I'm five it's, under. Are you, are you commenting on my ability to drive? No. No, I mean, no, no. you've been on long distance road trips with yeah, me. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd do a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're evading mortar fire, we're going to fucking win for sure. <laughs> I've, without a doubt, if I need one, if I only need one way for Joe Skelly to drive, this is the way. <laughs> I'm just not sure every day. Okay, I got <laughs> you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So Joe Skelly just kind of takes the road. Hey. I think he still thinks he's in the foreign land driving. That's it's, what's it's, it's very possible. Yeah, yeah. It's very so, possible. So uh, that's what we need. That's what we need you to need, handle. You need a Dodge Daytona. I mean. Yeah. We're going to uh, need a Dodge uh, Viper. Dodge Viper, Base Boys. Just for the Base Boys logo so we could park it on the street somewhere. Mm. Leave it there for weeks at a time. <laughs> Leave it at the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody steals nobody, it. Nobody will steal it. They'll think it's a trap car. So uh, nobody's going near that. Right, they're like, right, right. that feds are watching this for sure. <laughs> it's they been, put this out it's here. It's been sitting here for two weeks. Right. Don't steal that Definitely car. the feds. It's a fed car. You're going to get in. Bars are going to shoot up from the window. You're under arrest. Robocop. RoboCop and Kit come over the intercom. <laughs> Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Now, RoboCop, I think we should calm down a little bit. Dude, that's like... <laughs> right? They start arguing. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? Dead or alive. Then you hear That's from... a little too far, RoboCop. Right. Just hit Just the ejection chill. seat. <laughs> Just chill out, man. Just chill out. An ejection seat. Can you imagine a car with the ejection seat? Hold on, hold on. You're trying to get goose. Have you ever watched, listen, have you ever watched the first episode of Knight Rider? The very first one? Very first episode. I don't remember. Dude, Is it it's bad? It's Is amazing. It it's it amazing. It explains how Michael Knight became Michael Knight because that wasn't his name in the beginning of the show. Oh, okay. Right? And then there's and a it's bu- the very first episode. Very first episode. Okay. He pulls up to this building. It's like a seven-story building and he needs to get on the roof. Instead of sneaking into the building, Kit just launches his ass. The car. The the car. Launches Knight Rider or Michael Knight up onto the roof of the building. With his what? Ejector seat? Yep. Oh. Okay. (laughs) You're like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, all I think about is getting goosed, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to come out of that rocket seat and you're going to hit your head right on top of that fucking sun visor. And break your neck. Click, clack, boom. You're done. (laughs) That's like it. a bad kid rock song <laughs> going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't just gravity and humans, man. We we've watched enough videos now of people ejecting, right. Of people doing rocket boosters of this, that, or the other catapults. When you say human and ragdoll, it's just not a good mix. Listen, that's how one of the people from, uh, from Mythbusters died. Get the fuck out of here. Dude. It, it was one of the chicks. She was on the show and she was, she had set a land speed record and she attempted to For break being her catapulted. No, she ended up, oh. no, she ended up t- uh, attempted to break her own land speed record and was killed in the crash for going 
too the car lost control. Oh, I thought that's normal. I thought you were going to say she was getting catapulted and they goosed her into a wall or some <laughs> shit. Oh, they're okay, like, okay. we built this trebuchet and now we need a volunteer. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. I was a little bit, I was like, what? That's all right. I just listened to some nine one, uh, a story about some cops responded to this neighborhood where these guys built a garbage catapult. Okay. Right? And these two guys catapult. were arguing and shoving each other and the cops showed up and they're like, what's wrong? And finally, they broke down in tears and admitted they had catapulted one of their friends and like one block away. They found a guy in a lobster costume buried in the windshield of a car. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somehow they convinced their friend to put a lobster costume on and get into this catapult. Uh-huh. And they launched him like a city block. Yeah. Mm. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, uh... That's not. That's not a good idea? No. So no matter how drunk you are, don't ever sit in a catapult or a trebuchet. The results will not end up well. That's what they used mm. to launch dead carcasses over ca over castle walls. Right. To for poison them. For yeah. disease and shit. For disease and stuff. So again. They used dead carcasses because they didn't care how they landed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I wouldn't use a live diseased one. That wouldn't make no sense. You send that guy over, he's going to give all your secrets away. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw about 20 of them in this direction. You know, that's fucked up. No good. Can't do that. Better to send pieces. <laughs> right. Like a bad Domino's pizza. Oh, God. Right? So so there is because a guy. Because people will eat pizza no matter how old it is. Really? Dude. Yeah, that's true. People don't, eat, don't even will eat pizza. They don't, yeah. they don't care. They don't. So I don't even refrigerate my pizza. I put it in the oven and just eat it for days. Okay. No joke. I like throwing it in the fridge, letting it get ice cold, and then eating cold, old pizza. See, I like cold pizza too, but I also just like my pizza at room temperature. I don't know why. More flavor. All right. Cold stuff is good, though. I mean, come on. Who doesn't eat cold pizza? Right. It's cold pizza. It's cold pizza. Pizza cold and left days out is better than fresh pizza. I would agree. Thank you. That's I why, would agree. That's why we're here, ladies and gentlemen. Go fuck yourselves. Okay? <laughs> if you think otherwise. I'm going to sidebar you right now. Yep, do it. You want to know what one of the oldest games played by human beings is? Oh, God. Oh, God. Spin the stick? Little wheel stick? No? Okay. Uh, dice? Nope. Thinking dice? No? Okay. Uh, okay. Footy ball? He, he, hold on. Here's a game that we still play today. Get the fuck out of here. This, well, this, game, this, ga this game's different. Oh. Batgammon. The is, game of Batgammon. That's the game you're going with? No. Oh. The Romans played Batgammon, and they spread the game all over the world. Really? And it's still played today. Isn't that like an old lady sport? Yeah, well, not a lot of young folks are playing Bat... Well, maybe in England, the young, young people are still playing Batgammon. Really? But the Romans came up with that one. Okay. But the game I'm thinking of is even older than that. It's okay, 4,000 okay. years old. All right, hold on. We can do this. We just got to eliminate everything that has a component. Think of something you could do in your yard with nobody else. Horseshoes. No. Fuck. Tag? No. It's a board game. Okay, we're on the board. Hold on. We can do this. It's not Monopoly. It predates the Romans. Okay, definitely not Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Sorry? No, it's not, it's not sorry. It's not candy. It's not or snakes and ladders as they call it overseas. Snakes on a plane? No, it's not no, snakes no, no. on a plane because okay, that's okay. Samuel Jackson. So <laughs> a board game that's old as dirt. It's it's not gonna be one of those quizzy 
question pop culture games. Nope. But it's still a board game. It's not played today. There's only one in existence today, and it's in the British Museum of History. Wait. So this is not a common game that still exists today. Yep. I thought you were saying game that we still play play no, all no, the, the time. Uh, so it's there. Are, there's a select group of people who still play it because they have access to it. And you might be able to find a, a board game. And we're I don't not know. talking about chess or checker. What is Old, it? Older what than is that. this? What is this? Older than that. What is it's this? a game called Ur. You are Ur. It was okay. invented by the Sumerians. Okay. It's 4,000 years old. What is it? What kind of game is it? It's, it's so each player has like five stones. And the game is to move the five stones around the board and get all five stones off the board before the other side. But there's pitfalls and traps set on the board, like, you know, move back two spaces. Oh, um, no, you can play this still, brother. Mm. Yeah, look at this. There you go. Holy shit. It's a board, and it's literally called your, it's a pegboard game. No yeah. wonder. Should well, the original wasn't coming. a pegboard game. It oh, was a rock it, game? It was, a, it was played with stones. Okay. Right? Now, <clears throat> they found it in an archaeological dig. They found the board, and they found the pieces. It's called the Royal Game of Yur. Yes. Wow. So they f originally, they found the board game and the pieces, and they had no idea how it was played. Years later, they found a Sumerian clay text that explained in great detail how to play the game. Now, right. The video I watched, they played the game at its very basic, the very base level, right? Okay. He goes, this is the simple version. However, the version that's written on this clay tablet is 10 times harder and it's all about betting and drinking. Oh, you're trying to get fucked up. It's a drinking game. That makes sense. Right. That does make sense. But you, it's still, I guess you can get it today. I wasn't aware of that. But I watched a guy in the British Museum of History play a young kid. And he's like, dude, this game's hard as fuck. But it's also a lot of fun, right? It's a stratagem game. Yo, I like this. Mm -hmm. Here's my thing. Now, yeah. the Vikings used to play a game that predated chess. Yeah, they and called it Drink Your Own Urine, guy. We went no, no, it wasn't game. that one. This, this game was called Toffel, T-O-F-L. Okay. And it, it is the predecessor to chess. That's what chess was based on. Really? Yeah. You're telling me the Vikings. Yes. Had an idea of chess. Really? Yes. And it's called Toffel. You can look that one up too. Other than smacking I have a Toffel head, board man. at the house that I built with the pieces. Oh. I just forgot the damn instructions. <laughs> so, but it's not a hard game to learn, but it's super cool. I like that. Yeah. Speaking of chess and games, have you seen that dude who his whole channel is like, he's like, oh, the girl ignored you. Check this out. And then he goes through an entire chess game and reads all the pieces and how it goes and how the strategy works and how many piece moves you'll beat somebody in. It's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> That's his whole thing. He's like, oh, she wouldn't talk to you today. That's okay. She told me to shut up because I'm a nerd. And then he just starts belting out sequences and he knows all of it. Sitting there, do the C4 to B3, B3 takes a oh, rook here. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then by the time you're done, he's like, and this is how you win in eight moves. And I'm like, okay. Well, you should learn how to make that translate into real life. And maybe she wouldn't tell you to shut the fuck up. Right. It's like, I don't really understand the point of this, but you're. Just saying, my man, you're yeah. figure that the out. The delivery system here is a little off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, dog, how many. How many times are you getting rejected a week that you got a, you're a pro chess player. So if, the, if X equals Y, you got rejected this many times. Now you're a pro pro player. I got concerned. Yeah. 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 You, you obviously you haven't learned the game. You haven't you... learned the game. Right. You haven't learned the game. How can we apply? 
That should be our book. How can how can you apply chess to love by Joe Skelly <laughs> and Tyler? I don't Dude, know. That game would be so fucked. The the book would be totally fucked. Right. I think it can happen though. It could happen. Here's another here's another old saying. Mind your P's and Q's. That's because they all look the same when you write them and people suck. No, that's not what it means. It's got to be You've it. never heard somebody go, hey, man, mind your P's and Q's. Yeah, I've heard the expression a million times. Do you but... know what it comes from? What? It's about being drunk in public. What does P's and Q's have to do with it, though? Pints and courts. Ah, uh, there you hey, go. You, you, mind your P's and Q's means, hey, you're starting to act silly. Mind your pints and courts so you don't make a fool of yourself in public because you drank too much. Oh, there you go. There's a little slice of history. Dude, this for you. is history left and right. This this episode. I'm telling you again. Uh, tell us how we helped you with your college entrance exams or your right. college entrance essay. Right. Write the show and tell us. Here's another one for you. We get you into fucking. We're not going to get you into MIT, but that community college looking fine, baby. <laughs> That's right. What's up? Uh, three squares a day. Okay, hit it. That comes from the British Royal Navy. Mm. Because they used to have square plates. Ooh. on board ship so that they could stack them and store them easier than round uh, ones. So three squares a day was your three meals well, a day. They weren't, see, if they weren't worried about their meals, they might still be on top. Yeah. I don't know who was coming up with that square idea, but that's what broke them. Well, that's why certain countries are making uh, square, um, they grow square, uh, oh my God, my brain just farted, uh, watermelons. Fuck out of here. Yep. They grow square watermelons because they're easier to stack and ship. All right. All right. We got to look this up. Go ahead. Look Joe, it up. Joe Skelly's calling square watermelons. Square watermelons and square melons. You know how you do it? How's that? You, you grow, you grow them in, you, in no, a box? You, yeah, you grow them in a box. Right. Makes sense. Square watermelon. Holy shit. There it is. <laughs> Don't ever challenge me, son. The Cloud Square Watermelon, $45? $45? At Walmart? Okay, first of all, none of the Walmarts around here have square watermelons, guy. Second of all, I ain't paying $45 fucking for a Walmart watermelon. That is some fucked up shit. You ever had barbecued watermelon? No. Come on now. <laughs> now you're just saying shit. I'm not. Now you're just taking Listen, two words and pe- putting them pe- together. People slice watermelon okay. and they grill it. You ever had bowling shoe watermelon? <laughs> you ever had hot tub watermelon? <laughs> you ever had West Virginia hill watermelon? <laughs> I might have. Oh. I might have. What was her name? Uh, what was so, the first? Square <laughs> watermelon. I, I, dude, I got another Come piece on, of history bro. for you. Another one. Here's another one. Go. First barcode for a product ever created. Okay. What was it? Hit me with it. What was the product? Man, I ain't got the fucking slightest idea. How long did those go back? Wrigley's gum. No way. Yep. First barcode was Wrigley's gum, and it was sold in Southern Ohio. Get out of here. Dead serious. You ever wonder how many facts you hear that people put to their home state that you wonder if you're like, if the dude in the next state over is telling the same story? <laughs> here, here, Here's one. I know this is like weird, but. I knew this chick who would come up. So it was this guy that used to record with us. He's a rapper, you know, whatever. But his wife would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go to school with Tech 9 He went to school. He, he grew up in like Colorado or some dumb shit. And I'm like, you know, like every 1.54 songs Tech 9 talks about that. He grew up in Kansas City. <laughs> no, no, no. He grew up here. I'm like, 
Are you sure? Right. Like, did the lore of your town is so thick that you just believe it? <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Like, what was the other one that we heard? We heard the the walk-in, uh, the walk-in cooler, beer cooler. We talked about it. Oh, our yeah, episode, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The beer cave. Oh, this is the first one that blah, blah, blah <laughs> exists. I'm like... Yeah, well, I, I think that, that guy was full in, of shit. Yeah, I'll bet that guy in L.A. thought the same thing. The guy in Chicago thing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, the first walking, the I beer cave. I invented a cooler. The, the first like, beer cave was not invented in that small town. Right. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Right. How, how would you know anymore? Like, this is the age of documentation today, right? So the first guy who invents the serum to go invisible... That motherfucker better be on Instagram. <laughs> Guys, look what I just made. He takes his pill and he goes invisible. You know what I mean? Nobody how, would believe it, though, because of Photoshop and everything right. else. That's what I'm saying. How the fuck do you officially document something? Because here's what happens. We all know this. You bring in a higher power, they might just take it for what they want. Mm-hmm. We've learned that from comedians, Dave Chappelle, all the way down to simple uh, joke integrity you know, values. Hey, I made this joke up, but you just took it out and used it on stage right before I'm supposed to go on type shit. Oh, so, oh, speaking of which, somebody told me about Robin Williams. Yeah. What about him? Then when Robin Williams was in his heyday and he was doing all that Bolivian snow. Yeah. That guys would just walk up and be like, yo. Oh yeah. I need a joke. No, you stole my joke and you used it on stage. Oh, he would pay him. And he would write him a check right there on the spot. Yep. Yeah. He didn't care. Yep. Yeah. That dude's a G. That he, is he's smart as fuck too, because here's my thing. If you were on top and you got some disgruntled guy, right? Let's say you get one a month for five years that comes up to you and you go pay these guys. You think they're talking shit about you now? No. Fuck no. no. That story went from, Hey, that piece of shit stole my joke to Robin Williams. Like my fucking joke so much. He paid me motherfucker. Here's the fucking receipt. Yeah. He yeah. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Here's the cancel pay check. Pay me more. Right. Right. Here's the cancel check. Yep. Pay me more. That is a G unit. Right. And you change that right there. I'd be like, okay. I got I a story. Worried. I, I got a story. I'll tell you off mic about somebody I knew that would ensure that people wouldn't talk about them. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear the one, did you hear the one, there's a story about Nas, Tupac, and Snoop when Snoop and, and him were coming around shit. And I guess Nas was around then, which I, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I think it's Nas. Either way, dude comes up and he had done something either took a bar or took something and Tupac told him, you know, Hey motherfucker, you done stole from me. That's fucked up. And I guess the dude was like, okay, I'm not super worried and left. And Tupac looked at Snoop and was like, yo, I let that motherfucker walk, blah, 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 blah. And this is when they were younger. Nas was already had people, people around him. And Snoop Dogg looked at him and was like, I don't think that's how that went guy. I think he just let us go. Oh, right. Oh. And didn't, and didn't like, imagine that's your game though. Because again, Robin Williams people, they're not coming up with guns being like, yo dog, you stole my joke. You ready to get it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> these other motherfuckers come like, Hey man, you did this. Oh, okay. And then he left. Tupac's like, I'll let that fucker walk. And that boy's like, and Snoop was like, no, nah, I don't think so. He pretty much punked you out. Yeah. I think he's got all the people he needs. We ain't got nobody. We ain't got nobody from that right. culture of how many guns do we got today? <clears throat> yeah. Not that many. But that's got a, that's a funny that's a funny thing to think about because there are tons of people. Look at Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle talks about it. People have been taking his jokes and sliding forever. That's a huge thing in the joke community, though. Oh, it is that there there. It's never ending stories about who but, stole but this. Listen, it's the same thing with music. So here's my question: There's right. there's the thought that there's a universal consciousness, right? And that we all have 
we all operate on the same wavelength. Before we go further than that, do you believe in that? To a certain to degree. To an extent. To an extent. That's true. It's true. It's Nothing's true. new. No. No. It's just variants it, of something that we're it, already around. Remember when Napster dropped and fucking Shorty Lars had to go in there and sue them and be like, blah, 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 we own this, and then continue, continued to sue for a scale. Bro, he tried to sue for a musical scale. And was like, if you write a scale in this fucking notation, in this order, it belongs to Metallica. Are you fucking dumb? Bro, why don't you just come out and tell me that you're going to fucking, uh, like, uh, copyright all the exhaled carb shit that comes out of your mouth. Right. Like, you can't do are that. Are you fucking dumb? You can't do that. How's that work? Why don't we go down and copyright Spanish? <laughs> why don't we do that? <laughs> While we're at it, we can copyright the triangle. Mm. We can copyright the pi equation. You know, fuck it. We may as well take uh, uh, Einstein's uh, theory of relativity and take that too. Copyright the shit out of it. Copyright it. Right. We used it. We used it once. I wrote it on paper. I added a period. Now it's mine. You might get a visit from the government. Bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look at yeah. all that, all that hey. missing Nikola Tesla shit. Right, right, right. It's not going to be a visit of what can we learn from this man. It's going to be a visit of how far off is this man. Right. That's the only visit right. we're getting right. today right. on this right. podcast. Right. What's wrong with these numbskulls? Dude, it's like they, you know, how about this? They, they, uh, they found the oldest recorded piece of music, right? And they know what instrument it was played on and they've recreated it and what it would sound like. And they even have the lyrics that went with the song, right? It's like 3000 years old, hmm. right? Okay. What if you just slightly changed the scale and made it a modern song? You're still stealing. Right. Right. Nothing's original, right? Dude, listen. So first of all, when I first started with my music teacher, she told me that. She's like, look, if you want to make music, just go steal some Mozart, change the time on it, speed it up, add some effects, and you're Gucci. This was the first lesson I ever had with her like seven years ago. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't help me today, guy. Right? Imagine somebody telling you that. Like, right. you know, it doesn't make any sense. Now you have Instagram videos of dudes showing you the scale that's from Beethoven that wrote Dr. Dre's song. Right. And it teaches you right here, hey, here's this piece of music that we sped up, put it on a fucking synthesizer, and now it sounds hella good. The only thing I know that's original, and it's probably not even original, I knew a guy in a band who used to play what he called the bojo. The bojo. It was a banjo that he would play with a cello bow. Yeah, and that's just mixing it because those two items already exist. So right. that's not even new. That's, that's not even just, new. That's just hodgepodging it. Yeah. And you and But it was super unique. It was a super it, unique sound. Right. Here's the thing. Guys like Amigo, like that circuit, they're already doing that. The guy we saw with uh remember I told you guy we saw with Buckethead, he invented his instrument out of the old rainbow vacuum, which we talked about. He had the vacuum tube that was fully high. Yep. He had cut rivets in it, ran strings down it, had some sort of pickup applied to it. And could sit there and play stand-up bass on a vacuum tube. Yeah, but but see, that's not original either because you had guys that were None taking of it's old original. That's, taking what, old that's what I'm saying. Taking old wash tubs, yeah, putting a wooden stick and running three strings off the top of that to the bottom of the right. wash tub. Right. And that's my point. There's nobody doing that. And anything you do today, there's probably some dude in a garage doing it. The only thing that would be remote, and that's and not even them, was Uncle Scotch's uh, gospel revival. Uncle Scratch's gospel revival. Who was playing buckets in paint buckets in shopping carts as percussion instruments yeah. and all kinds of other weird that things? That was all done before instruments were invented, though. Yep. That's just going backwards again. Yep. You know, every time you bust the trash can out. And Slipknot did that too. 
They're like, oh, we're going to bring trash cans out. Bang on trash cans and look, we're famous. Yeah, like, oh, isn't that okay. what those guys, stomp guys did <laughs> with the Blue Man Group did? Right, yeah. With PVC yep. pipe and, and, yep. and, and wearing chocolas and just yeah, they make, on them? they make all their music that way. I, I like, it's not a big deal to me. I mean, dude, there's guys right now that are entertainers that are making full beats and songs using the sound. There's one guy online who did the sounds of a Jeep. Every sound for the song is a sound he makes with a Jeep car truck <laughs> and he recorded it that way he's got the whole beat that's that's like the guys to that it took to a later. month to play all the all the noises that their electric their electronic uh washing machine would make yep and then put it into a song yep. and then yeah recorded all of them and then put mm-hmm. them into a song yep yeah so yeah that's i don't i personally don't think there's a lot of there's so many styles there's so many styles Right. And now if you see these new hybrid styles, we found this dude the other day calls himself Kim Dracula, right? His, his six minute song has country, Marilyn Manson, techno, hardcore, and even some of that nineties singing rock crap all in one song, bro. With breakdowns, with a guitar solo with, and I'm just like, did it sound like hot garbage? It was good because it was timed and correctly and everything was great. It's just if you're not a weirdo like me who wants that bipolar fucking music to go up and down, psycho, who's listening to this? Not you a know, lot of folks. I don't think so. I mean, the dude's famous now, but you're you're always there's always gonna be this wave, and I really believe this. There's always gonna be that wave of twenty year olds. If you can get your music into the twenty year old group, it'll go forever. Because those kids are just pumping it to everybody. They think it's the newest, hottest thing, and that's how people are discovered. Right, they're you know, like, right, check me out on SoundCloud. Right, right around that age is if you're going to go famous because you're viral and shit, not that you can't, whatever, but if you come out in that crowd, you tend to last forever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're hitting multi-crowds, and again, it's, it is the younger crowd too, because you can have music that comes out that, you know, younger crowds might not touch. But if you can get it into that flow of the young crowd and it grows out from that little time period, and it doesn't matter. Be, it could be 2020 with a 20 year old or 2000, 2000 with a 20 year old. You see it time and time again with these bands that come out. And my thought is it's, it's not that I'm creating something new. It's that I'm bringing something that's new to you. Ah, That's how I think they're winning. Because when we look at them, like let's lo- use little Pete as an example, RIP little Gus emo Pete. Like he, his music is emo music mixed with rap. Well, we just come off the emo scene like 10 years ago. So when he started dropping all that, we didn't really care about it. Cause it was like, all right, cool, dude, you put two genres together. You put rappers and emo kids together, but the young guns, they eat that shit up. And now what is a big, that's an entire genre by itself. So it was mumble rap. Right. And who got a hold of that first young kids. Now here's, and here's the other thing too. If we go into mumble rap, what's funny there is there's an entire history of bands like you know, a tribe called Quest doing that kind of stuff that makes it not new. And 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 they hip hop history is so young that the minute you come out with hip hop and you talk shit, like I got this new shit, somebody with a backpack, you know, they make the joke about backpack hip hop heads, he's gonna poke a hole in your shit. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, gonna yeah. be like, nah, bro, you didn't do that. Somebody in nineteen ninety five did that, somebody in nineteen ninety three did that, you know, um, and all these bins. But that's the joke is like, now I feel like everyone's just mixing everything. You have to, you have to. For sure. And you have such a loss of the old bands. Have you noticed the upswing in dudes who have come out that are just dressed like Amish dudes? Like there there are bands dropping left and right. And they're like, man, this is, you know, I dress like an Amish cat 
24-7. This is how I look. You know? Fucking hipsters. Think slot, Joe Skelly. <laughs> fucking vegans. <laughs> fucking vegans, huh? Not my fault. Upstand. Yeah, I had oh, nothing oh, to do with it. Fault. Oh, it's your fault. Nothing to do with it. Mm. Your people's. My people's. Listen, if I'm gonna, if my generation's getting blamed for I don't know what economy shit, I'm I'm laying it on you guys. Well, you let them slip through. Look, I was I wasn't I wasn't on watch that day. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was yeah. It was uh, put that on Tommy. Right, right, right. And you could ask him about that shit when he comes back on. Oh, we're going to. Oh, I know. He'll have an answer though. (laughs) Well, I think that was. Joe Skelly. No, no, no. That's he'll, what he's no, going to no, say. No, no, no. He'll put that on somebody else. Oh, that's not here. Yeah, that's not here. He'll Mr. That, Yingling. Yeah, he won't put even that put that on, on Mr. No, Yingling. No, he's like, no. All right, I feel it. I feel it. Ladies and gentlemen, 30, 97 seconds of everything you love. Write the show. Write the show. Like the podcast. Get like on your platform podcast. and like us, man. Give us right. a review. Like, we need some more review. We need some serious reviews on these platforms to help these algorithms. Right. Because we're currently getting tromped on we're by those Skynet. idiots. Yeah, we're fighting Skynet. Like those kids, the Star Wars kids who finally beat Joe Rogan. Like, why aren't we up there with them? Well, we don't talk about Star Wars. I know. I'll talk about Leia. We we did talk about Han Solo season. And by the way, I just saw Han Solo the other day. None of our females... Oh. What? None of our females wanted to listen to that one, bro. We fucked that all up. They said, fuck you guys talking about us. Yeah. There was a protest on that episode. I know. It was our low, one of our lower hitting episodes. They were like, fuck this. Han Solo boot season. We know exactly what you dickheads are talking about. They don't want to listen to us. And they just turned it off. Right. The Mega Beast didn't even mention that episode. Oh. I'm, That's what I'm thinking. I think yeah, we're getting yeah. silently boycotted. Yeah, it was a silent boycott. And they, right. told all their, they told all their manses, don't listen to this episode. Right, right. Buy that soap and use it on your balls. I ain't touching it. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, it is what it is. Look, and if somebody else is out there listening to this on a smart fridge, write us and let us know about it. Ooh, or a robot. Or a ro- Ooh. Now I'm waiting for the first motherfucker to tell me they're listening to it on their robot door. Or in their Tesla car. Ooh, yeah. Tesla car would be cool, too. Yeah. Not as hood as we we take it, but definitely cool. Right. Do we know any people with Teslas? I don't. Uh, I don't. I just know that there's a Tesla about to orbit Mars. <laughs> Are you? Do, remember when Daddy Elon launched that Tesla into outer space? Oh God. He shot it towards uh, yeah. shot it towards Mars. It's about to be orbiting Mars for eternity. This. Okay. <laughs> this is why aliens won't visit us because we send baseballs and Teslas into space like idiots. All right. Well. Thirty ninety seven seconds. Bay's Boys Podcast. Be happy. Be well. We'll check you later.